So well, I guess we can just go over the couple of news articles that I pulled up. Um, not a whole lot going on otherwise uh, right now. Um, I do know that, uh, you know, sales with the stimulus in terms of we kind of talked about this. Was it last week? <clears throat> sales, you know, are doing OK, it seems like from retailers. Uh, I think the biggest issue is availability of product right now. But I'm sure as things kind of settle down, um, that will start to pick back up. Um, did anybody see the uh, Philadelphia uh, drone show? No. No, they I'm did, not sure uh, what that is. <clears throat> so they did uh, in Philly, I think it was yesterday, um, they used 150 uh, drones to do a drone show, you know, kind of in honor of the frontline workers. Um, it was put on by Verge Arrow. Uh, actually, my wife told me about it before I even read anything about it. Um, but uh, they displayed, you know, like, thank you and... Uh, big hearts and Liberty Bell and stuff like that over uh, Philly. So I thought that was super cool. Um, and uh, definitely uh, a good use of the technology there. Uh, so I know a couple of weeks ago we talked about uh, there was a company using drones to start detecting a pandemic uh, or social distancing. Um, they scrubbed that due to privacy. And I want to say they did that like the day after I talked about it. Um, <laughs> not saying I was the cause or you anything. Have, you have such influence. Not taking credit <laughs> at all. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so that looks like it got, uh, uh, scrubbed due to privacy concerns. So, um, which is, you know, it's something we definitely talked about. Um, you know, uh so that was pretty cool um uh, and then uh let's see we've got uh ups is going to start uh cvs prescription delivery uh in florida yeah there's a whole community <laughs> down there right yeah it's uh um let's see the villages uh largest retirement community in the united states so there's 135,000 residents of the florida community um and they're using the m2 drone from let's see if i can matternet uh specially designed to deliver packages let me drop i think did you hear that uh, ups is laying off 10 percent of their workforce I did not hear that. I was, I was hoping that the uh, their drone team is not impacted. I I have not looked at the UPS uh, press release to see if they provided any detail. Huh, interesting. Yeah, it is interesting from a perspective of wow, you know, uh, online uh, shipments are uh, you know appear to be still going, but obviously uh, not from uh, you know from just from you know. It looks fine from an anecdotal perspective, but apparently the bottom has dropped out. Yeah, that would make sense. Yep. So this article was interesting. It has a couple different sources. The one I picked is from New Atlas. Um, a uh, university, it was, let's see, from, oh, good grief. Martin Luther University in, <clears throat> excuse me, 
Oh, good grief. Ah, and Hale Witt Wittenberg. I don't know if that's Germany. I think that's Germany. Uh, they did a study uh, looking at the energy efficiency of drone delivery, and they discovered that delivery drones will... The headline says delivery drones will use 10 times more energy than vans uh, around town. So they basically uh, are saying the more population dense an area is, the more energy or the less energy efficient drones are delivering things. For the basic simple reason is that a van can carry, you know, hundreds of packages at once um but when it comes to rural areas where there's more distance between customers uh uavs tend to be kind of catch up not really be more energy efficient but catch up so uh, let me drop that in here um so definitely an interesting study that might kind of start to curtail the drone delivery um yeah, it's curious. I would never have thought that uh, energy efficiency was even you know, top of mind. To me, it's all about when you absolutely uh, positively need uh, to uh, get the delivery done, you know, whereas in the city, um, you know, we've been, you know, couriers are still used in, um, uh, in, New in, York, Washington, yeah. in Washington, D.C., in Manhattan, mm -hmm. and uh, – now, even with the advent of electronic uh, communication, we're still around. So, a drone yep. for that, you know, prices—it's like like selling a uh, a broker a uh, a workstation. Uh, they can you can cost justify your broker's workstation in ten to fifteen seconds, and that's a twenty thousand dollar workstation. So. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> So well, it's definitely that interesting. That's an inter yeah, it's an interesting article that they would that they would take an, an energy view on it. And I mean, they break it down by UAV, uh, diesel vehicle, and an electric vehicle. So, mm -hmm. um, and it basically just breaks down to the more popular populous or population dense uh, an area is, the less efficient it is because it, it basically boils down to number of packages. Sure. Uh, so, uh, but uh, they, definitely they must never. Study. They must never have dealt with uh, Crosstown, New York, or uh, trying to get across the Beltway in D.C. Right. <laughs> those uh, those efficient German autobahns, I guess. So the other one that was interesting, and this is from uh, Drone DJ, was uh, and. and several other sources but uh u.s government says blockchain could make drones safer so uh that was interesting considering uh some of the people we know um so they basically are saying uh, a lot to keep track of with drones uh especially ones that are carrying packages um Let's see, blockchain-based flight recording. Flight data would be streamed and recorded to the blockchain. If there's any accident, regulators would know that they have the true unaltered report of where and how the drone flew. Uh, they wouldn't have to request it from the operator. Um, Oregon transplant deliveries. Uh, let's see, the paper has one especially dramatic example. Oregon transplant deliveries by drone. <clears throat> With blockchain, everyone involved would have up to the second information on all aspects of the operation. 
this includes recording the drone's status, where is where it is currently, where is it headed, and at what speed. So, um, I thought that was uh, definitely interesting. interesting. Do you have an article linked on yep. that one as well? Absolutely. Very cool. Thank you. Yep. Let's see. And then uh, we have uh, an Iowa city is utilizing drones to sanitize stadiums. So they are, yeah, this was pretty interesting. They've got a, a heavy lift drone uh, rigged up with like a, uh, a tent underneath it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, sanitizing <clears throat> stadiums so that nobody can be there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that type of sanitizing. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, it might be a, a case for you know, what are you doing to be able to reopen? Maybe yeah. and it's a cool idea, but if you can't have groups of people be there anyway, but right. Oh, um, yeah. They this is a test room. Uh, let's see, in Des Moines, Iowa, it's a minor league club. Uh, hmm. So, uh, thought that was definitely interesting. Uh, let's see, yeah, with so few people here, I was gonna ask. I was like, "What's everybody working on?" But well, you can still ask. Here. I could. So, what are you working on, Dan? Well, I mean, you can still ask the other people here. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steve, you got anything cool going on? Steve. Oh, sorry. Hey, there you are. No, no worries. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Just no, putting you on the spot all of a sudden. I know. Let me, let me. What'd you say, bud? I think you said something about feeding the animals, maybe. Oh, gotcha. But I was, we were talking over each other. Gotcha. Yo, Tech, you got any good projects in the works right now? Yeah, there's a couple interesting little things going on. What you got? Anything you want to share? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I can share. Yeah, I'm helping a guy tune this uh, seven-inch platform. He's like a PhD. Some mil it, I don't know if it's a military application. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. That's, that's something else. It's a... Um, <laughs> it is a... Uh, it's a camera drone application where he's going to uh -huh. use AI for tracking of. So in, right now, camera drones use sonar and stuff like that, but he wants to do it completely based on the FPV feet and AI he's working on built into it. So it wouldn't have, so obstacle avoidance would be all through the camera. Cool. So, oh, that's kind of cool. Wow. Is it uh, is Iris the company who does a lot of that? It does uh, visual um, uh, de detection of objects. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's visual detection, and then he's working on like an AI yeah. interface. I mean, I That's don't. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't asked him too much about it because honestly, it's not really buying business. He just needs help with tuning the the actual quad itself. Yeah, it's a nice seven. Nice to do it. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. 
wonder if it's using, you know, just spitballing, wonder if it's using like photo photogrammetry to to build that image or that's definitely kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, I know it has like a high-end, like it has an NVIDIA graphics card on it to do the processing, like a GPU. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I did something with another guy. We had like a camera platform drone, but it had dual, it had, you know, it was a seven inch. Uh, it was an octocopter, but it wasn't eight arms. It was four arms and blades up top and bottom. Okay, and gotcha. The, the reverse thing, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, that was an interesting tune. What was your, what was your payload uh, capability on that? It was a lot. So he didn't have the, the, I guess the camera is some, you know, $8,000 camera or something, right? It wasn't his, he was building it for somebody else. Yeah. So he was strapping a ton of batteries. I think he had some 8S batteries, like two 8S oh batteries strapped to the oh top. Oh my word. Oh, yeah, I mean, oh to, my to goodness. simulate the weight. Yeah, that's a couple pounds. Yeah, I, I don't, I mean, don't quote me on the, but he was strapping, strapping some batteries to the top. And the thing mm-hmm. was, um, it was heavy. The kids were really high. We ended up for like, I think the D games were like 80. The P games were like 110. It was, it was they were pretty high because it was so heavy. Mm-hmm. So, um, very cool. Yeah. Oh, I do have one piece of slightly interesting news I could share. The uh, what you got? The drone-related and RC-related stack exchange finally made it to the public beta. Oh, nice! So I don't know if people are too familiar with that, but Stack Exchange is a great website, and uh, mm-hmm. the drone one is designed so that if you have questions related to building, flying, whatever drones, RC aircraft. You can go there and post your questions and people will answer them and then you can vote on which questions are the best. So if you find somebody that's asked your question already, you can go there and see all the different answers people have supplied and hopefully find the correct answer or the best answer. And uh, it works out really well for a lot of programming things and hopefully it works pretty well for drone related questions as well. I would um, imagine yeah, I it would. a link here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I signed on to it as soon as I saw the uh, the note, and um, I was impressed that people were already uh, using it, and there were some, some darn good questions and uh, some better answers. So I, I was delighted. So in some ways, I think that can help out uh, with us and what we're trying to do with education and point people there for some of the most often asked and answered questions and try to keep it up yeah. to date. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and, I, and I'll circle back to see if I can answer the, the, the odd question now and then. Yeah, that's definitely cool. I remember uh, uh, this was kind of building up, so this is going to be cool. Yeah, it took it a really long time to get enough uh, whatever <laughs> approval or people to commit to it before it uh, got to the beta stage, but finally made yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's yep. like a major feet just to get just to get listed yeah yeah i was i was skeptical yeah i was too when when i saw how how far they had to go um i just 
yeah, I get frustrated with Stack Exchange. I get why they do it so they keep quality content, but it's awful fratty to me. Like, are you worthy of your Stack Exchange? Like, who are you? But I, I get why <laughs> Stack Exchange do, does it. It just seems like a lot. I mean, it's it's no s small feat for them to get what they got done. That's no, and the hard part is, is like, if you fail, like, you can't come back and retry. Like, uh, from what yeah, I understand. It's exclusive, yeah. So I got to figure out how to get more credits. Like, I tried to upvote something. I guess you got to answer questions to get more credits. Yeah, post questions, answer questions, get other people to vote your answers up that kind of thing i think <clears throat> yeah cool well that's good definitely going on my bookmark list that's super okay. awesome i'm voting dan's, <laughs> dan's answers up so apparently I've, <laughs> I, I've got a lot of stack exchange points i don't know what i can do with them yet but they're there <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so 210 questions 397 answers 98 percent are have been answered um 478 users so and 120 visits a day so that's not bad and i always think it's really awesome when somebody answers a question on there by posting that uh frequencies chart that i have and that you wrote the the uh get fpv oh article the article on, on? yeah it yeah. pops yeah. up all the yeah. time which is awesome that's awesome excellent that's excellent. good and and that's... joshua bardwell still brings it up in his live chats once in a while when people ask those same questions yeah, I know Bardwell was a big advocate of uh, your uh, frequency chart, so I think he actually sent the original email to get a PV saying, hey, we should do something with this. But um, yeah, that was super cool. He's uh, he's definitely behind that. And it's a great it's a great tool. So no reason to not be. I had also, uh, Josh, one point to bring up on uh, the DAC. Mm, yeah. And that is that the, on the, so I'm leading a subgroup on safety culture for small commercial operations, and I'm working with uh, the recreational subgroup on safe, uh, safety culture, and um, that's uh, being uh, led by Chad Boudreaux and uh, Rich Hansen uh, of AMA. And I'm putting together a, a brief set of um, Facebook polls to uh, approximate a survey, very simple, hopefully a total of no more than four questions. And I'll uh, put them out, uh, of course, on our um, Facebook group and also probably a couple of the more popular uh, groups. Uh, so this is part of our work to... Uh, work with the FAA on uh, influencing uh, future actions with respect to safety. And so the objective of this overall tasking group is the FAA has asked the Drone Advisory Committee, what are the aspects of manned aviation safety culture that are applicable to UAS and how might we uh, get them uh, incented and, and going so that we're uh, trying to help support and nurture a safety culture. And so it's, uh, it's in fact, uh, getting quite interesting. It's, uh, I'm learning quite a bit about the uh, manned aviation uh, safety culture, about how it's very different 
from what it was 40 years ago when there was a lot of skepticism and a lot of distrust between manned aviation and the FAA. And now there is a reasonable trust between the two. And uh, they uh, recognize that uh, this is a process that where we are now is uh, you know, not a lot of trust or no trust. And uh, you know, how do we work to improve that? And so this is something that manned aviation has gone through. Hopefully it won't take a, a UAS 40 years, which is uh, about where this, uh, where this started. So take, you know, watch this space and uh, we'll, uh, uh, I'll be, uh, <clears throat> I'll be pinning those, uh, those polls and uh, please, uh, if you're listening to this, take a look for those. And that'll, that'll so, go as input into the, uh, into the FAA in June at the next SAC meeting. So that's real. So that gives a way to kind of pull on what's uh, going with those. Um, so uh, again, if you're listening, uh, we'll get those posted up uh, um, and uh, just be on the lookout for those. It's a good way to get your voice out there. So um, very good, very good. So, anybody going out, flying? Dave, are you flying? Yeah, I'm flying quite a bit in yeah. my yard. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's, uh, it's we've had some beautiful uh, sunny days, and uh, the uh, it's it's crisp and uh, and lovely here in uh, upstate New York. And so it's uh, it's been uh, haven't haven't gotten out to our AMA flying field this year. Uh, we're going to put uh, some restrictions on that, but uh, in my yard, I'm—I uh, don't have to wear a mask, so I'm—I'm—I'm uh, I'm, I'm flying. There you go. It's already summer here, so uh, yeah. <laughs> the sun has now turned into a death ray, and oh, uh, we. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think I'm going to find something uh, small inducted to fly. Um, I'm still wearing yeah. a hooded sweatshirt here. <laughs> I think it was in the 40s this morning. It did get up to the oh 60s, my God. 60s this afternoon. Yeah, it's like, you know, already degrees here, so. Uh, but, yeah. Are you Florida? What's that? No, Arizona. Oh. Yeah. I'm, I, my new favorite place I've discovered is Flagstaff. I'm going to move there. Someday. Oh, Flagstaff is gorgeous. It definitely is gorgeous. Uh, the only thing is, is in the winter sometimes you'll catch the faint whiff of uh, dog food because a Purina uh, dog food plant is there. Um, but beyond that, it's beautiful up there. It's within spitting distance of the Grand Canyon. Uh, I love Flagstaff. Uh, it's Flagstaff and Sedona. Those are the two best areas in Arizona. Yeah. Temperature seems good. Yeah. Between it's not too bad in the summer, not too bad in the winter. Yeah. So it just seems like it's sunny all the time. But yeah, it is definitely sunny all the time. Uh, you do get snow in uh, Flagstaff, which is great. Um, doesn't really snow in Sedona, uh, except every great once in a while. Um, Phoenix, it snows like once. You get one uh, about 10 minutes of snow every 10 years, um, but it does happen. I've seen it a couple of times. Um, and uh, just 
you know, you got uh, some really cool areas. I like uh, Jerome, Cottonwood, Flagstaff, uh, Sedona. Um, you can go up north to the canyon. Um, and then you can even go further up north to uh, like Page and stuff like that. So it's definitely a good place to be. So I've got another question I could bring up. Yeah. Uh, it's not really a question I have, but it's something I still see almost every other day on Reddit and on YouTube and on Facebook. And that is, what's up with remote ID? Should I buy a drone now? Is the FAA going to take away our yeah. hobby? And these people haven't been following along. They're just sort of coming up to speed with it now. What is the FPVFC's yep. like official response to that? So um, I would say that it's still a great time to get involved in the hobby. Um, I don't think there's anything that would suggest that it's not. Um, even if remote ID was going to uh, happen in the way that it states, uh, there's still several years out. And um, several people have kind of put it a, a very good way. Um, I've been in the hobby for about four years, um, a little over four years. But um, at this point, uh, you know, it's another approximately three plus years before all that would take effect if it goes into effect how it was written uh, before. So, Right now, you've got a waiting process while they read and respond and and hopefully shift the the language based on the uh, uh, fifty thousand responses, fifty thousand plus responses, um, and that could take anywhere from six to twelve to eighteen months. Um, and then after that, it's a three-year period to roll out the full remote ID. So you're looking anywhere from, you know, three to four years for that even to roll out. And so I would uh, personally say that uh, FPV and drone flying is and model aircraft flying is um, definitely alive and it's definitely well, and it's still a great time to get in the hobby. Um, you got a long time, so it. When it comes to, to UAS and FPV, four years is a very long time um, because the nice thing is with model aviation and with uh, drones is um, the learning curve is less than it was when I started. And I'm sure, uh, you know, less than it was when you started, Dave, or you, Dan. Um, so you can get up to speed a lot quicker. Um and uh but at the same time the skills that you're going to learn uh with uh fpv and drones are going to be applicable to several other things like soldering and 3d printing and uh flying and you know working with a, a flight controller and pid programming and and all that kind of stuff those skills are going to come in handy in other projects throughout your life so as a tool as a as a stem tool i think it's perfect um, as a hobby, I think it's perfect. I honestly, I don't think there is a better hobby in my book. Um, but, uh, at the same time, you know, I wouldn't be too, I, I, I would not hesitate to get into the hobby at this point in time. I think you are, uh, anybody is perfectly valid in getting into it right now. Absolutely. And as much as there's a lot of stuff we'd like changed in the proposal, hopefully mm -hmm. they don't shorten that, uh, time frame for when it's going to be implemented into like the day after they release the final ruling or anything. 
Well, I mean, here's the thing, though, is like, let's say, you know, if you're looking for our official stance on a remote ID, we have it posted on our website. But um, I would say that uh, beyond that, if they implemented, you know, let's say all or, or most of the changes that we recommended and a lot of other people recommended, shortening that time frame is not a right. bad thing. Sure. But that if mean, that would mean a lot of the current um, DJI drones are all of a sudden could be upgraded and be compliant for uh, working as standard uh, remote ID UAS. Yeah, and self-reporting that could be that's a perfect incentive for the FAA to get people on board, uh, okay. where you basically just go into an app and and say, hey, I'm flying here, and in a story, right? So um, you can roll out a system like that much, much faster uh, than something like what they were requiring with manufacturers and approvals. And I mean, simplest answer is most often the best answer. And so when we guesstimate that it may take a year for them to go through all the comments and come out with the final ruling, where do we get that information from? Is that based on some other NPRMs and how long they've taken? So, yeah, uh, there have been other previous NPRM. I mean, NPRMs are a, a mainstay of uh, regulations. So um, these have been happening for a long time. Um, but even from the example of, I want to say it was maybe the 107 when they when they rolled out the commercial, um, that one was the beyond remote ID, probably one of the bigger NPRMs. Uh, that rolled out in, in terms of responses and, and whatnot. And I think that one was like an 18-month uh, kind of period where they revamped and and whatnot, or didn't revamp. I can't remember on that. But, um, but NPRMs generally, you know, they're there so that people can provide input and Hopefully, uh, they're not existing on a vacuum on a remote ID here. And I feel like um, I heard somewhere after even the final regulation comes out, there's still a 30-day time frame after that that you can complain about it or something like that. I'm not sure on that one. There might be. Uh, like yeah. once it rolls out, we can leave more comments. Um, there, well, there was the, there was a 30-day window that you could write write in additional comments after March 3rd, and mm -hmm. uh, if the FAA had the ability to uh, accept those uh, comments. They could accept them. Is that is that what you're re referencing, Dan? Or uh, were you I don't remember. At, I thought I read something. Final. Yeah, at the final, like there's another 30 days after that, or at least before it takes effect or something. Um, and yeah. that obviously yeah, that's when you could do lawsuits and other things. Do they do have to re-advertise it or whatever re? Well, yeah, I, I, I think they do have to re-release that. And I would say the one, you know, one good aspect of of what the FAA is doing with their drone space is, you know, they've got the drone zone. They are doing a, a decent job of informing people what's going on. So they've got the drone zone Facebook group, which is completely independent from the other FAA, uh, from the larger FAA group. Um, you can uh, sign up for their emails, their newsletters, basically. Um, I get the general FAA newsletter, and then I get the uh, the drone zone one as well. Um, and uh, of, course, of course, the final rule would be posted in the federal registry as well. Yeah, which is definitely you know a space that we watch like a hawk. Um, 
So uh, definitely, uh, you know, even if uh, they want to try and be quiet about it, we won't let them. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's so yes, long story short, still a great time to get into the hobby. Don't let it stop you. Um, the one thing I would say is check out our website for current rules and regulations so that you're flying within those. Um, learn how to use Lance. Um, and if our website be... is fpvfc.org. Yep. <laughs> In so, case anybody forgot. You know, and that's the, you know, that's the funny thing is because I often forget that people listen to this after the fact. And, you know, so it doesn't hurt to explain things out a little bit more. So uh, we're learning. We're getting better. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, check out our website and uh, you'll, you'll see a, a lot of information about the current rules and regulations. You'll see our information about remote ID. Uh, we have several documents up there. We have our response up there. Um, and uh you know so and then you know feel free to look around for other people's responses you can go to the federal register and uh view responses there uh there's several articles out there on the web uh including uh ones from like dji and google wing and um aopa and uh several other places um and uh just definitely check those out um and don't hesitate to ask questions. You know, we've got a Discord here, um, which uh, there's links on our Facebook too. And, uh, you know, there's a, a pretty sizable uh, community here that do answer questions. Um, they provide tech support if you need it. And there's several other Discords out there that uh, are happy to help too. So um, if you're just wanting to get into it, get into it, jump in with both feet. So uh, beyond that, anybody else have anything? No? Can people still hear me? <laughs> yeah, you're still there. Your <laughs> yep. internet okay. connection's still working. Okay, just making sure because it was sketchy earlier. Yeah. I think. All right. Good. So I think I will let y'all go and have a great week. And we'll see you back here in a couple of weeks. We, um, we've got some uh, new or what's going on. Here's some things about remote ID. I think as things start to calm down around the, uh, you know, the planet and the country, um, we'll, we'll start to get back to uh, what's going on uh, with that. But um with remote id and what's going on with the faa um and dave you're still doing dac meetings right yes i am very busy right now where I, uh it's like go four or five meetings a week and so oh wow then there are uh, uh this is the this is where the work gets done in the tasking group and then we're preparing for the june uh dac meeting okay Perfect. So um, any word on when that is or how that's going to be held yet? Uh, we heard confirmation that it will be a virtual meeting. Okay. And um, the rumor I had was uh, on or about 19 June. Awesome. And are you presenting again? Possibly. Okay, perfect. Well, we look forward to that. Hopefully they live stream that as they did the last one.
Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think that's probably a sure thing. I think it was very well received. That was the second yeah. time they, they did it. And because this one's going to be uh, uh, virtual, I think they uh, that's, that'll easy be, to do. That's, a, that's a given. Yep. Yeah, perfect. All right, guys. Well, with that, I will let everybody go. Uh, have a great week. Um, hope everybody is doing well. And um, my best to you, your community, your families, and everybody else out there. So have a good night, y'all. See you in Thank two you. weeks, I Stay hope. Safe. You yep, bet. absolutely. Take care. You too. Yeah. Bye, guys.